Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. Is there a diabolical plot to remove major sections from the Bible that we don't even talk about today, which will cost us the power of God and in some cases, even our very salvation? My guest says yes. Bert Farias, after graduating Bible college, you had an amazing dream with an amazing effect. Tell me about it. Yeah, it was actually the night of my ordination service. I had just been ordained for ministry, and I was trying to get to bed, and I kept hearing words up on the inside of me, rolling around on the inside of me. I'd get up, turn on the light, write, go to bed. This happened several times. It's like that voice wouldn't shut off, and it was this long prophecy about... I call it the flame of fire prophecy. And it was really uh, part of my calling and part of the anointing that God's put on my life with, with, with that uh, fire. Then I fell asleep and then I had a dream about the fire. I was in a large, uh, a wide open grassy, dry grassy field. And I, w- I remember I was on my knees in the middle of this field just praying. And there were these young men all around me lighting these quick fires all over this grassy field. And I was down on my knees and I could feel the heat of the fire coming up closer and closer to me until I couldn't take the heat anymore. And I got up and just ran in the house. And I knew that I was giving birth to some kind of ministry um, that I would be involved in at that time. But what you have found is that you are a fire starter. I believe that's what God was showing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, when I was dreaming, I don't know if I was half awake or dreaming, but I heard that roar of a blazing forest fire on the inside of me. And it was, I mean, it was furious. So much that when people found out about it, they, instead of calling me Bert Farious, they started calling me Bert Furious because that flame was a furious fire. You know, as far as I'm concerned, normal is not necessarily what you see with your eyes. Normal is normal according to the Bible. That is normal. Exactly. Tell me some normal things because uh, you're like a historian of revivals and moves of God's spirit. Uh, Tell me, and you know, this has got me so excited. This divine radiation soul. You know, I'm a glutton for his glory. I'll, I'll, I'm I'll a glutton for the divine radiation zone. When you find out, you'll be a glutton for it too. Yes, you will. <laughs> Well, in studying revivals of old, the power of God. I mean, we have so many church conferences today and so many conventions, but where is the power of God? I mean, when you read about history, the power 
of this divine radiation zone when ships would come into the New England Harbor and crew members would be coming under conviction without anybody preaching to them. They came into this, they call it divine radiation zone, where they came into this zone and crew members came under conviction and they began to repent of their sins and call out on God because they had they were hit with such a God consciousness of their sin and their condition before God. I read stories about George Whitfield when he came to Boston you got to be tough to preach in Boston, I'm telling you. <laughs> you got to be really saved to even live there. And he would draw a crowd of 10, 20,000 people that would come, and these young boys would climb up on trees, you know, back before the day of where they had amplification and sound right. systems. And he would tell these young men, boys, now you need to c- come down off of that tree because when I start preaching, the power of God's going to come and it's going to hit you, and you're going to fall off that tree and you're going to and you're going to injure yourself. So he would have all these young young men get off down off the trees, and sure enough, when he start preaching in the middle of his preaching, people would just be slain in the spirit, nobody touching them all over the grounds where he was preaching. Did anyone catch him so they wouldn't hurt themselves? No, there was no catchers. (laughs) (laughs) You either fall in the flesh or fall in the spirit. (laughs) Now, you are normal as far as I'm concerned. Normal is defined by the Bible. You see the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame lame walk. But uh, this is kind of off the charts. Uh, Tell me about Thomas Amaro. Well, that was amazing. That's the greatest miracle I think I've ever seen. Thomas was taken over by demons when he was a little boy. He's, he, he lived in Africa. And, uh, you know, in Africa, these things are common. You know, there's witchcraft, there's voodoo. Right. And he, in his own words, because I interviewed him, he said evil spirits came and visited him when he was just a little boy. And they enticed him and began to show him these wonderful things and kept taking him deeper and deeper into a, almost a relationship with these evil spirits where really he, he, he entered into a covenant with the devil. And as, as, he, as he came into this covenant, the devil kept demanding more and more things of his life, which is what the devil does. He gives right. you pleasure and then pain, a little more pleasure, a little more pain. But the one night I was there, I was in Gambia, West Africa, and I was preaching the gospel. And this young man who's now 19 at this time, he had been kicked out of his house because the people were afraid of him. Because wherever he stayed, there would be these this weird, weird activity, so much so that there would be blood. People would see blood on his back. He had scars on his back because he was beaten. He was being beaten by evil spirits for disobeying him. So he was out this night, very tormented, trying to get out of this covenant that he'd entered in with the devil. And he was outside of the venue where we were preaching, out on the streets, and he froze to the ground. He couldn't move as I was preaching. I remember in the meeting there was great joy and liberty that was breaking out in the meeting during that time. And he said he came to a place where he felt this power he'd never felt before. And he didn't know it was a stronger demonic satanic power that was going to take him over for good and he'd never be able to get back out of it. Or if it was a higher power than Satan, maybe God's power that had come to deliver him. And sure enough, it was God's power because the young men that were ushering in the meeting, they went out and noticed him and he said, don't touch me. I can't move. And they tried to push him and he couldn't move. I mean, if you just stood as hard as you could and you asked somebody to push you, you could not help from push him. They couldn't push him. Finally, over a process of a few minutes, they finally got him loose. They brought him into the meeting. We ministered to him. They, they actually laid him down on the pulpit. We cast the devil out of him and ministered the new birth to him. And then the next day, the Holy Ghost and he came out of that. We registered to him in our, in our Bible school and Thomas Amari is totally free today. Now, that is normal, normal, and it's defined by the Bible. But there are major themes missing in the presentation of the American gospel. They're in the Bible, but they're missing, intentionally, diabolically missing. And it can cost you moving in that kind of 
normalcy. Normal is defined by the Bible. We're going to talk about it when we come back. Don't go away. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. If you love watching our It's Supernatural TV program, you can now watch hundreds of archive programs online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, on your computer, your smartphone, your iPad, or your favorite tablet. ISN will be the vehicle to equip you to being normal. Normal as defined by the Bible. Just log on to SidRoth.org forward slash ISN. We now return to It's Supernatural. Yeah, do you remember the, the old story about the emperor's new clothes? Do you remember that? Well, Bert, your wife had a dream, which is kind of on that order. Tell me about it. Yeah, it was very significant at the time she had it and still is today. In this dream, she was on this church property and the pastor was giving her a tour. They were having like a picnic-like fellowship on the grounds and the, and the pastor was showing her around. And then they went into this large kitchen. He actually called it a cookhouse where they were preparing this food. And my wife knew what the food was because she had had some of this food, these rice dishes and these things that she'd had in Africa. And she told the pastor, she looked up at all, these food, all this food that was being stored on all these shelves. And she said, how come you're not serving this food to the people? And he said, it's strange food. They're not used to it. And so after that, he took her back out on the church grounds, and there was all these weeds and tares that were growing up all over the property. They were crossing over on this little stick bridge, this little garden bridge, and she noticed these weeds and tares were coming up under through the, through the wood, and it was hard to even cross that bridge. And then all over the grounds, it was getting harder for people to walk. They're getting entangled in all these weeds and all these tares. And, and then my wife was very distressed after the dream and asked the Lord about it. And the Lord said, these weeds and these tears represent festering sin, complacency and compromise that has gotten into the body of Christ because of certain truths and themes that are not being preached. Well, here's what I don't get. We have more Bibles in the United States of America per square Christian than any country that ever lived. Now we have the internet. And you can get free copies of almost every version of the Bible right, right on your own internet. How can we be missing these major themes? In the West, we separate knowledge from application. The Bible is an Eastern book. And in the, in, 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 in the, in the East, you know, because you're, you're a Jew, they did not separate application and knowledge. You did not know something until you applied it. But here, we... The, our supreme authority has not been the Word of God. Jesus has not been our, the supreme authority in our lives. And people are, you know, Paul prophesied. He spoke of it in the last days. And people are not going to endure sound doctrine. They're not going to have ears to hear the truth. They, they're going to heap to themselves teachers because they're going to have itching ears. Paul said, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing uh, spirits and doctrines of devils. We're living in that time. We're living in the last of the last days. And I've seen a major departure from biblical truths. I mean, I'm not talking about minor truths. I'm talking about major truths, major themes in the Bible. God told you, actually spoke to you, that there is a diabolical plan so that major areas of the Bible are just not talked about today. Yeah, he said there's been a diabolical silence on holiness. Ooh. 
And, and because people have just misunderstood. What is holiness? Holiness, to me, the essence of it, what, what happened with Adam and Eve? When they first fell, the first thing they tried to do was what? Hide. To me, holiness does not hide. The essence of holiness is transparency. It's an unveiled face. It's when you're open and honest before God. And then out of that will come a lifestyle of, 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 of holy living. It's not what you wear, how you dress, the outward blessings that you have. Holiness is the nature. It's the character of God. It's the outshining of God in a person. And it's beautiful. Uh, you've researched the nuggets that people of old that had normal according to the Bible, ministries, like a Smith Wigglesworth. Give me a nugget from him. Well, there's many of them. Wigglesworth said, if anything in this world fascinates you more than God, then you don't have what God wants you to have. He said, anything that cools your affection for God is worldliness. So how does someone that is a mixture, we're humans, there's degrees of mixture in every human, that's going to a seeker-sensitive, lukewarm church, or one where there's no power, how do they have a fire on themselves and a fire in their home? Well, we know today that God doesn't dwell in a temple made with human hands. He dwells in each one of us. If a person is born again, especially if they're also filled with the Spirit, they are the temple of God. God lives within them. And it's being aware, developing a consciousness and awareness of God's presence 24-7 that you really learn to experience the presence of God. And there's, there's an infilling that's not just a one-time infilling. We call the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. But it is a stream that should never run dry. We should be being filled continually. The Bible says in Ephesians 5, do not be drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled or be drunk with the Spirit. Talk about Smith Wigglesworth. He came to a place at the end of his life where he said he could get drunk anytime he wanted to on the Spirit of God. And when he was around sinners and people that were not informed or, or, or were ignorant of these things, he could just sober up like that. I'll tell you, what a way to live that a man got to that point where he could tap into the spirit. We'd get drunk anytime he wanted to. Okay. How can we have it in our home, what he had? It comes through praying in the Holy Ghost. It comes through spending time in the word of God. What was it? Those two disciples on the road to Emmaus, remember after the resurrection in Luke 24, what caused their hearts to burn? It said, did not our hearts burn when he spoke the word of God to us, the scripture to us by the way? In other words, it was a revelation of the word that caused their hearts to burn. Well, we know that, that the word of God is in all, is in all, God is an all consuming fire, but the word is a fire. So, you know, these spiritual exercises, being filled with the Holy Ghost, praying in the spirit, meditating on the Word of God, just spending time with Jesus. We need to give ourselves to inspired utterances, not just in tongues, but we need to be speaking and singing to ourselves. The Bible says psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. That's almost a lost art in the church today. We don't do it. So many themes are lost. You have to tell me uh, about (laughs) Father Nash. Most people never know that name. Never know that name. 
Father Nash was the prayer partner of Charles Finney. He went before, wherever Charles Finney was sent to preach, he would go like a week or two before him, sometimes gather one or two other praying, very skillful, prayerful people, and they would enter into deep intercession together. I'm talking about groanings and travail and giving birth to what God wanted to do in those meetings. And how they knew it was time to bring Finney, to summon Finney, they would look out the window when, when in the time when many people were outside on the sidewalks on the street and when men started bowing down and kneeling on the ground in conviction they knew it was time to bring Finney. You know he had the easy job as a matter of fact you told me that when Father Nash died what happened to Finney? Oh he stopped he, he, he quit the ministry. He knew the power engine in his ministry the power behind his ministry was Father Nash's prayers. Okay I want to find out what he believes being a student of revivals and awakenings that we haven't even seen in our generation to this degree. Is there hope for America? We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Call now and get Bert Farias' House on Fire package, which includes his powerful book, The Real Spirit of Revival, and his three-part audio CD teaching, House on Fire, and his Revival Nuggets power card. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9355. Through Bert's powerful book, The Real Spirit of Revival, you will learn five revelatory keys to remain spirit-filled and walk in the supernatural every day of your life. Discover the lost themes of the Bible, which gave the early church the supernatural power to share the gospel, heal the sick, and walk with divine favor. Learn of the ancient prophecies that were buried for 50, 60, 100 years. Prophecies which are ready to happen now. Learn how to bring angels of protection and provision into your life. Receive an impartation of true revival that will bring the atmosphere of God's presence into your daily life. You will also receive Bert Farias' anointed three-part audio CD teaching House on Fire. Through this power-packed teaching series, you will learn how to walk in God's revival fire 24-7. Keys to help your children have a personal relationship with the Lord. Practical steps on how you can bring the supernatural of God back into your life and the lives of those around you. On these CDs, Bert will lead you in powerful prayers to experience the fullness of God. Also included is his Revival Nuggets Power Card, which includes powerful fire starter quotes from those pioneers who ushered in the greatest revivals of our time. Don't miss out on getting Bert Farias' House on Fire Pack which includes his powerful book, The Real Spirit of Revival, and his three-part audio CD teaching, House on Fire, and his Revival Nuggets Power Card. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9355. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9355 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Okay, I set you up. Is there hope for America? Very important question. 
I believe there is. We're at a critical point right now in this nation, but there's been too many deep wells of revival planted in this nation throughout history. We've sent out too much, too many missionaries, too many gospels. There's righteous seed in this nation. And uh, God's purposes are never vindictive. He's not looking to punish America. His purposes are always redemptive. So there is hope for this nation because there is a godly remnant, a strong godly remnant that, that is still living in this nation. Now, we have had uh, revivals in several areas of our country. Nothing compared to the, the, those zones that, where people would just bow down on the ground and on their knees and repent over, over sin when no one was even preaching. Uh, but you saw the closest we've had. You were out at Brownsville. What did you see? The week that I went down there and the services that I was in, that I was in were, were electric. I mean, people were lining up outside from early morning to early evening to get into the services. And when I walked in there, I could feel the electricity in there. And during the service, that, those particular services, I remember they mic'd little children in the back room, seven, eight, nine years old, moaning and groaning and travailing. They had mics on them in, in, in the spirit, having, having this, this, this consciousness of God and eternity and the lostness of the world. And, and I remember one of those services they, they put in on the platform, they put these large trash bins. And, and the, the evangelist was talking about articles of affection that we all have in our lives. And he was calling for repentance. It was a strong call for repentance that night. And he had people come up, people that had addictions, people that were bound by these, what he called these different articles of, of, of affection. He had, you know, anything from drug paraphernalia to cigarettes to pornographic magazine. I mean, people came up with all this trash and threw it. In, the, in, the, in these trash bins, and they had a rejoicing party, people repenting, people crying over their sins, and then being set free from all these addictions. That's, that was the week I went. There was a tremendous altar calls, hundreds. There was cry, tears of great, great crying, weeping, and then tears followed by tears of great joy and rejoicing. You told me during the break that you have an unction to pray for miracles and fire. Would you do that right now? Yes. Father, I thank you right now for the Spirit of God. There is no distance in the Spirit. And right now, wherever people are watching in cities and nations here and across the world, I thank you now for your holy fire. I thank you, Father, for a revelation of Jesus Christ flooding across these nations right now and dreams and visions being given to many that would reveal Christ to them and cause an explosion of holy fire that would ignite within them even now. And Father, those those that are sick, those that are diseased, tormented, chronic sicknesses, terminal sicknesses. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father, I release now that power, an anointing of power to go into the, these people's bodies. All of I see people in hospital beds right now that are watching this. In the name of Jesus Christ, get up from your bed. Get up from your deathbed. Be free from your cancer and your, and your terminal diseases. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive that healing power and that healing anointing. 
right there in your room where you are through a transfer, a transfer of God's Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. Be healed now. Cripples be healed. Those that can't even hear and maybe watching television have problems with your ears in the name of Jesus. Ears be open. Deaf and dumb spirits come out in the name of Jesus. Those that are having problems with their eyes, even blindness in Jesus' name. Eyes be open. Blindness go. Demons leave in Jesus' name. Be free right now of every damnable disease that is impoverishing your life right now by the power of God to the glory of Jesus Christ. Amen. I tell you, joints are being healed right now. I tell you that there is joy in heaven over one sinner that repents. Yes. You say, I'm that one. You repent of your sin. Do I have to tell you? No, you know what it is. You tell Jesus you're sorry. Believe the blood of Jesus gives you the power and washes away your sin so you can walk the way you've always wanted to. Make Jesus your Lord and watch the angels in heaven start rejoicing just for you. You know I'm talking to you. Now do business with God. Yes. Did you know that God wants to revive you? He wants to impart to you His supernatural power. Did you know that you don't have to put up with unanswered prayers, the enemy's assaults, and the constant struggle with failure and lack? Get ready to burn with God's holy fire and make a difference in the world around you. Call now and get Bert Farias' House on Fire package, which includes his powerful book, The Real Spirit of Revival, and his three-part audio CD teaching, House on Fire, and his Revival Nuggets power card. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9355. Through Bert's powerful book, The Real Spirit of Revival, you will learn five revelatory keys to remain spirit-filled and walk in the supernatural every day of your life. Discover the lost themes of the Bible, which gave the early church the supernatural power to share the gospel, heal the sick, and walk with divine favor. Learn of the ancient prophecies that were buried for 50, 60, 100 years. Prophecies which are ready to happen now. Learn how to bring angels of protection and provision into your life. Receive an impartation of true revival that will bring the atmosphere of God's presence into your daily life. Begin to walk moment by moment with supernatural peace boldness, faith, and divine purpose in your life like never before. Receive an unshakable spirit that withstands every trial and receive supernatural power to overcome every obstacle. This book will help you to prepare for His coming, to prepare for the harvest that is yet to come, and the glory of the Lord. You will also receive Bert Farias' anointed three-part audio CD teaching, House on Fire. Through this power-packed teaching series, you will learn how to walk in God's revival fire 24-7 to help your children have a personal relationship with the Lord. Practical steps on how you can bring the supernatural of God back into your life and the lives of those around you. On these CDs, Bert will lead you in powerful prayers to experience the fullness of God. I'm talking to the, the normal, ordinary, everyday housewife or working man that you can live a life that is full of the Spirit and you can live a life on fire for God. Even at your workplace, wherever you go, 24-7, you can live on fire. Also included is his Revival Nuggets Power Card, which includes powerful fire starter quotes from those pioneers who ushered in the greatest revivals of our time. We're getting into the most extreme move, most radical move of God's Spirit. And 
the best prepping you can do for the end times is not storing food and water and shotguns. It's storing up the Spirit of God and moving in the power of God. The last greatest revival in history is upon us. Do you want to be on the shelf or do you want to be used by God? I believe that this resource is going to make the difference. I want your house to be on fire for Jesus. Don't miss out on getting Bert Ferrius' House on Fire package, which includes his powerful book, The Real Spirit of Revival, and his three-part audio CD teaching, House on Fire, and his Revival Nuggets Power Card. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9355. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9355 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. When my guest plays the keyboard, supernatural things happen. The atmosphere is changed supernaturally. I, I know this will be hard for you to believe, but Amazing signs happen, miracles happen, even to the keyboard playing the piano by itself. Are you ready for your breakthrough? Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide. 